is in session this is the draft seminar rookie profile series hosted by matt hicks the ff educator and i am joined as always by john lob the gridiron scholar this is the desmond ritter fantasy football rookie profile episode john i know this is one folks are interested to get into because desmond ritter is a polarizing draft prospect and i'm excited for the listeners to hear both of our takes on him the entire rookie profile series will be simulcast on the rookie big board uh, podcast channel as well as the nfl draft bible podcast network and of course the rookie big board youtube channel as well you can find more of john's work at footballdiehards.com and you can check out all of my work including the 2022 rookie big board rankings at patreon.com slash the ff educator john desmond ritter Give me your thoughts. This is our fifth quarterback profile. And Matt, he's fifth on my board in the 2022 class. And I am a fan, but as an analyst, I have to be as objective as I can. And I have a second round grade on the young man. There's nothing that I can say about his career. It has just been fantastic, Matt. In 2021, he was the team captain, and he has led the Bearcats to a 44-6 and mark as a starter. And he was the first quarterback ever to lead a group of five program to the college fantasy, to the college football playoffs. Of course, they got shellac versus Alabama. And Matt, anyone who just watches the Alabama tape to understand Desmond Ritter, just stop it. They were overmatched at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. The receivers could not get open. It was just not a competitive atmosphere. And all you have to do, Matt, look at 247 rankings. And I did this. Look at Alabama starters in 247 and Cincinnati starters. And it just shows you the challenge that Ritter had. You need to watch more film of this young man. But I look at his entire career when I break him down, Matt. He was the two-time back-to-back American Athletic Conference Player of the Year. In 2020, he threw for over 2,200 yards, had a 19-to-6 touchdown-to-interception ratio, had 592 yards rushing, and 12 touchdowns. Matt, he was a better passer in 2021. He had 3,334 yards passing, 30 touchdowns against only eight interceptions. Now, his running was down, which was smart. They wanted to throw in the offense advanced, 355 yards and six touchdowns. As a senior last year, he was the finalist for the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and semifinalist for the Maxwell, Davey O'Brien, and Walter Camp Player of the Year Awards. In 2020, he was the Manning Award finalist. And if you want to see a game, you want to compare it to Alabama, go to the AAC Championship game in 2020 when he was the MVP. 
Those are two good games to see his floor and his ceiling. And in 2018, he was the AC Rookie of the Year. Last year, Matt, he was the only active player in the entire FBS with over 10,000 yards passing and 2,000 yards rushing during his career. Now, part of it was he was a three-star prospect in high school, and he but he was the top quarterback recruit in Kentucky. So he didn't enter college football like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. He has really earned his stripes to become a second-round prospect, in my opinion. Matt, what does the film grade say on Desmond Ritter? Yeah, John, I got to tell you, watching Desmond Ritter film, it feels like you're on a roller coaster, right? And I think that's part of the reason that so many folks have polarizing thoughts on Desmond Ritter, All right, There's a lot of upside to his tape, and there's a lot of downside as well. Let's start here with the arm talent. That's definitely, I think, where his uh, his um, his strengths start here. He's got good zip on the ball in the short and midfield. Uh, there are not a ton of examples of him throwing the ball downfield in 2020, but they do open him up a bit more. You alluded to it. The, the Cincinnati passing attack opened up a bit more in 2021. And you can see Desmond Ritter. He can put the ball 50, 55 yards downfield in terms of arm talent. Uh, and he has that good ability to to really fire that ball in the intermediate, which I think is really important. I want to clarify something with Desmond Ritter. Uh, he is a mobile quarterback. He is not, to me, an overly athletic quarterback. And we have to be careful sometimes. I do consider mobility to be one of his strengths. It's actually my second highest rated strength for him. Relatively not that high for me. Um, but it's important to kind of, you know, denote the difference here. He's not going to be a pure sc a scrambler. He can extend the pocket. He can execute design runs perhaps in the red zone. Uh, and so he has the ability. And also if there's a broken down play, he can scramble forward in the NFL and get four or five yards. But the quickness of the NFL game, I think is going to make Desmond Ritter feel like less of a mobile quarterback when you're watching him week in and week out. If you're watching Desmond Ritter week in and week out in the NFL, past <laughs> that, John, there are questions for me about his accuracy. I, I see him consistently miss his targets in the midfield, the intermediate field. That's concerning for me. I talked about his big arm. A big arm isn't very useful if you can't hit your guys in the deep field, John. Uh, I was one of my biggest knocks I remember coming out on Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins uh, could hit or could throw the ball deep, but he couldn't hit his guys deep. And so similarly, I have that concern uh, with Desmond Ritter as well. And the mechanics, John, uh, he short arms his throwing motion way too often. I think that contributes to his inaccuracy, especially in the short and midfield. Uh, really frustrating. He leaves his body open too often when throwing the ball. Uh, and that's consistent throughout all of his tape. Uh, he does have quick footwork uh, getting in and around the pocket. I think that's a positive for him. But for me, John, there's so many question marks for Desmond Ritter and not enough upside behind it. Let's dig a little bit more into the stats. Matt, I concur with you totally. And I do see some people really, really like Desmond Ritter. I even had one analyst who I respect – and you can respect and disagree with someone completely. He has a first-round grade on Desmond Ritter, and he thinks he's going in the top, like, 24 picks in the draft. But my model has some serious questions. You talked about his accuracy. Well, there's two stats that I like in my model, model map. Passing efficiency, 147.2. That's below my benchmark of the one. 55 that I'm looking for, and part of it is inaccuracy. Also, you mentioned inability for deep ball accuracy. 
Look at the yards per attempt, 7.9. Now, he just misses the threshold of eight. But when you watch him, Matt, how many yards did he leave on the field because he overthrew or underthrew a wide receiver? And I think that's evident in those two numbers. And then you look at completion percentage, Matt, 62.1. So I have three numbers that completely illustrate what you just told us on film and that I've seen because he can be wildly inconsistent. Now, where does he shine? He hits three of my benchmarks, Matt. He's played 50 games. That's an incredible number of games that he has played. Rushing equity. He had a 28% rushing share. I love that. And in escapability score, I gave him a 20 or he has rushing equity at 28% and escapability score of an A minus. Desmond Ritter is 6'3, 207 pounds, a nice dual threat quarterback. He is clearly worth a team in the second round taking a chance on him. But I do think he can improve and he's going to have to improve his passing. Matt, what should fantasy football fans know about Desmond Ritter? John, I think you said it well. In terms of his NFL draft projection, I do currently expect him to go in my day one late to day two mid bucket. That's picks 20 to 50 overall. And it's because we are hearing that the NFL does does have significant interest in Desmond Ritter. It's one of the things about the NFL draft. You have to remember that every NFL head coach or every coaching staff thinks that they can fix every prospect. And when it comes to quarterbacks, it's a worthwhile investment to take, right? And so don't be surprised if most folks see Desmond Ritter as, as somebody who is more of a mid to late second round pick. But John, I talk about it all the time. What is the most valuable contract year in the NFL? It's your fifth-year rookie quarterback contract year, right? And so don't be surprised if a team does trade up into the back end of the first round to get that extra year on the quarterback contract, and all of a sudden Desmond Ritter is a first-round pick. But I bring that up to say it doesn't matter to me if Desmond Ritter is pick 20 or pick 50. That's the same draft capital bucket for me. In terms of his rookie big board tier, I have him maxing out in that flex filler range, so in the Superflex League, we're talking quarterback 24 to 36. You know, it's possible that Desmond Ritter could uh, find himself in a situation a la Davis Mills, right, where he's not necessarily the best prospect in the draft, but, you know, he has uh, he falls into a situation. Or Desmond Ritter could find himself a la Jordan Love, where he is taken as a developmental prospect and for whatever reason isn't able to get on the field right away, right? So I could see anywhere in between that range for where Desmond Ritter's fantasy value lies within his first three years out of, uh, out of college. In terms of his ADP projection, I do... I think he will kind of round out in the mid-second round of rookie drafts. I think enough fantasy football players share the sentiments that we've been expressing, John, where they're going to proceed with caution with Desmond Ritter. So I think even if he's a first-round NFL draft pick, he's not going to be a first-round rookie pick, even in Superflex leagues, especially given the makeup of this class. And my exposure, John... It's going to be low. I'm not paying the price on Desmond Ritter. When it comes to the quarterback position, there is no guarantees, right? It, every quarterback is the developmental prospect to some level. It depends on their coaching staff. It depends on their landing spot. There's so much risk involved. I'm not going to, at any price, pay for a quarterback that I don't have full confidence in, and that's where I land right now with Desmond Ritter. I got to tell you, though, John, our listeners should have full confidence in the Rookie Profile series. You're going to want to make sure you are subscribed, whether 
whether you're watching, whether you're listening, so that you are following along for the entire Rookie Profile series. We're about, uh, I think, John, this is 20-something episodes in now, so if you're just listening for the first time, make sure to play back the previous episodes and make sure you're tuned in for the future episodes, because as always, we appreciate you checking out this episode of the 